Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great things. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. Joe looks a little groggy this morning because he stayed up late watching the Democratic National Convention. <laughs> yeah, looking for more fodder <laughs> and to blast and the Democrats. Mutter, too, along with the fodder. Okay, that sounds A few aunts and uncles as well. Oh, my. What is that? What's that song? Hello, hello Mutter. Hello. No, Hello, Mutter. Hello, Fodder. Oh, Alan wow. Sherman. Wow. Look at you go. Here we are at Camp Granada. And what was that all about? Was that just a silly song? Right. It was a... I don't think it would be a hit today, but it was hit back in, I think, May 62, 63, somewhere in that neck of the woods. <laughs> you have to dirty it up a little Alan bit. Alan Sherman was a comedian at the time. Ah, that's funny. And the song was called Hello, Mutter. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we had... When we were at camp, we made all kinds of variations of it. Oh, did that you? said <laughs> gross things. I bet they were pretty bad. Yeah, well, we were kids, you know, what could I say? All right, so welcome on board, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This is On The Mark, WKOK's live telephone talk show. It is the 20th day of August, 2020. And uh, let's see, we're 133 days uh, left in the year, and we've already consumed 233 days. Wow, boy, tick-tock, we're a third of the way done. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we got lots more year to get in, so let's uh, do enjoy, enjoy. Uh, let's see, we have a sponsor. And that is the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. We just invite you to uh, use that uh, website for your next uh, vehicle. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. If you're not using TextConnect, uh, boy, you might want to do so. It's our notification system where we send you a brief text message. No commercial content. We don't sell the list to anybody, even Joe, who's uh, going to... We're going to lose his peanut butter pie source when Tudor's plies close, but uh, we'll go up to Country Cupboard to get them from now on. We're trying to bribe Joe, but uh, it's not working. But in any event, the TextConnect system works. Uh, tornadic weather, any weather warning, closed roads, breaking national or local news, that's what we send out via TextConnect and uh, it's just another way that we stay in touch with you. All of the text connect messages, or most of them anyway, have a link that send you to WKOK.com that give you a great connection to whatever our big story of the day is. So we invite you to utilize uh, text connect, and you can do as some folks have done. Send us texts uh, during the On the Mark show. Uh, for example, Stan sends me a text every day and says, Mark,
Mark, Mark, Mark, Mark, Mark, you're wrong. And then he elaborated. I'm happy to tell you that in person. I know. We have quite <laughs> a few people. <laughs> They're lined up to tell us uh, that. And if you'd like to line up, uh, you can get in queue on the telephone, 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. And text us at 70236, as I mentioned. I think perspective is everything. Of course, I favor uh, more progressive views, and I thought President Obama and uh, Kamala Harris both did a really super job. But one of my conservative friends this morning said, look, I tried to keep an open mind. Both speeches were very flat. And I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? The perspective changes the way you hear a speech. I thought both were inspiring. Uh, he said, eh. He said, eh. What was inspiring about President Obama's speech? It was just a come down on uh, President Trump, and he only mm -hmm. spent about five of his 15 minutes even talking about Joe Biden. The rest of it was talking about Donald Trump. I guess just the fact that there is hope. That, you know, we, of course, we have... Uh, well, a lot of people have hope in President Trump. <laughs> you may not like what they're hoping <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, but... that's right. That's right. If, if you like more division and racism and sexism well, but, you and know, misogyny right, so and to keep the glass ceiling Talk about in that place. for a minute. I mean, don't you think that last night was divisive as well? I mean, they weren't doing things to bring the country together. They were spending their time coming down to President Trump. God knows he deserves some of it. And then he's there in the White House tweeting out in all capital letters. I mean, this, this is just a sad state of affairs, in my opinion. Well, this yeah, is not how I'd like my country to behave on either side, not the Republicans, not the Democrats. Yeah, the first night was really why Joe Biden is ideal and would be a good leader. Uh, and, and maybe Joe would have been a fabulous leader years ago, but we'll, we'll never know. But now, what's that? Well, nothing. We have two calls, but nothing showing on our call list. Oh, I see. Isn't that funny? Okay. Well, no, that's a pickle, as you would say. Right. We got a dilemma. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll re re restart this uh, device there, and we'll see if that works. But in any event, the go. first night was about inspiring folks to support Joe Biden because of the person that he is, or maybe has been, uh, in years past. So uh, that is there. And then the uh, uh, last night was really devoted to, I'll tell you what, if you vote for President Trump, you're making a huge mistake. Right. You know, it can save your life even. You know, I, I just I vote was, for Joe Biden. I was looking at the timeline last night and on, uh, on a website of what the president did about the pandemic. And in January, Jan at, toward the end of January, he imposed the travel ban okay. on China. And prior to that, the week before, he created the task force. And there, the first discussion about it was in late December. So, I mean, I, saying the president didn't act promptly seems ridiculous to me. He acted, could he have done more? Well, yeah, if you knew what you know now, ever, all of us could have done more. Would you do some things differently if you knew now what you then, what you know now? Well, absolutely. And I think, uh, well, I, I, you coined it best. It's a no-win situation. Let's suppose the it president is. had put the whole nation on frozen lockstep. Oh. Nobody can do anything. And imposed an absolute travel ban in the country. Well, the Democrats and the left would have gone wild. Well, the whole world would have flipped out, but that yeah. would have uh, killed the virus and would potentially not have killed hundreds of thousands of so people. So now the, the Democrats have the luxury of sitting back and firing sniping shots at the president for what he did. Maybe they would have done better. I don't know. I, d I don't know that they would have. I don't think they would have done any better. You know, and then nobody wants to take credit for putting all these people in nursing homes. Governor, The governor here is not taking any 
well, you're of what's happening in Milton. You're perpetuating a myth, a myth with that. Yes, individuals who had COVID were moved to nursing homes, but only nursing homes where they lived. They were moved back to their homes, and that's because the home already had COVID-19. Nobody was moved into a nursing home if that home didn't already have it or if they didn't already live there. So you really got to, I think it's really time for so you to So a guy with a pocket full that. of matches, you move, it's okay to move him into a house that's on fire. Oh, I think there's a big difference between criminal behavior and individuals who are sick. I'm, su- I'm surprised that you think somebody with a disease is actually a, a sick criminal. No, I think uh, you're missing but the analogy. I'm just saying no, that if you take somebody... You don't say it well. If you take... Well, possibly I don't. I never said I was very artful in the way I phrase things. But if, if you take a sick person and you put them in a nursing home where other people are sick, what do you think you're going to get? Less sickness or more sickness? Okay, I think you're going to get more sickness. I'm going to walk through this through to you one well, more take time. Take it slowly for okay. me. Because I'm having a little trouble, obviously. Step by step. <laughs> Pull the funnels out just for a moment. All right, let me get this one out of my ear. You have an individual right, in a gone. nursing home and they catch COVID-19. And right, so do gotcha. some of their fellow residents and maybe the staff has it. One of those individuals goes to the hospital and they get treatment and they get somewhat better. Why shouldn't they go home? The COVID is Because we don't know in... that you can't get this again. We don't know that. Oh, Joe. We don't. Okay. No one's ever gotten it again, but you're still unsure. Well, it doesn't the matter. Medical professionals are saying they don't know. What's the ideal setting for somebody? You can't stay at the hospital forever. You got to go someplace. You say maybe send that person a to nursing a... home that doesn't have any COVID oh. outbreak. Wait, that's the very thing you say you shouldn't do. Take somebody who has COVID and move no, them no, into no. a nursing home. No, you're saying they're cured. If they're uh, oh, cured, if they're two weeks free. Okay. If they're free <laughs> of it, what's wrong with putting them someplace right. where people aren't sick? I thought I had one of your Joeisms. No, you don't. <laughs> Not this time. All right, we're going to take a uh, call. we got two calls lined up, so those folks are going on the radio. If you'd like to get in line, 1-800-795-9565. If you'd like to email us at onthemark at wkok.com, you can do so, or text us at 70236. Uh, it is an open day. We can talk about absolutely positively anything on your mind. And uh, Cindy does a lot of good thinking, so we're going to find out what's on her mind. Good morning. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. What a glorious day it is. Oh, this is a gift. This is just glorious. Uh, you think back to those July mornings when you got up and you could hardly, you know, move and you were swimming through All right, the air. enough, Today enough, enough, enough. Gift. We're stuck in here. But we have Obviously a great air you, you don't have central air. <laughs> no, I don't have central air. We have, we have a window air conditioner in the bedroom. Okay. Uh, I've, I don't, I've grown up all my life without central air, you know, you just... Just take it the way it comes. But anyway, uh, I'm calling to praise President Trump for pardoning Susan B. Anthony. I thought that was a wonderful gesture and that they uh, decided to do that on the anniversary of the ratification of the uh, 19th Amendment was just perfect. And I thought it was great that he did that. And it's just one more good thing that he has done. I know that there are people who seem to have amassed a big pile of things they object to that he has done but in all fairness don't you have to at the same time i think recognize those things he's done that are good and i think that pardoning her was certainly a good thing to couldn't do. agree with you more and it only took him a hundred years to realize that women have the same rights as men and deserve recognition yeah why are you blaming that on president well, trump that went past <laughs> That went past Democrat and Republican presidents for the last hundred years. Where was John Kennedy? Of course, he was a womanizer, right? What about uh, Eisenhower or Nixon or 
Uh, yeah, I'm surprised he thought of it. You're right. I am Barack surprised Obama, he thought of it. Barack Obama, the paragon of virtue. Why didn't he pardon her if it was such a good idea? I mean, I, I think that we need to be more rational in this. You know, that unfortunately, many people have fallen into this sucker trap of uh, piling on about all of these um, issues that don't really forward our world at all. And failing, in, and the real sin in it is that they fail to recognize the good moments. If all we do is wallow in all this anger, we get, we're going to get nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Ah. It was a good moment. <laughs> I'm wallowing. Come on. I was. You're enjoying. talking to the wallower in chief over there. I know. I know. He's one of the cheerleaders of the wallowing. He's and it, just it, a token move to try to get women's votes. All right. Never mind. Go ahead. Please continue. You're doing great. You're right. It, I will put it on his good category. Now, his seven things he's done over the past three years. So I appreciate that. I'll tell you another good thing he's done. He's, he has sharply reduced... The troops in the Middle East, and particularly in, in Iraq and Afghanistan. That's number a 20, six on my list. A 20-year war, for God's sake. We have never fought a 20-year war except for this. And it is time for us to get out and let these people decide their own fate and work their problems out for themselves. The United States can't be everybody's mother. They can't be interfering perpetually. We would fault any parent who managed their adult children by constantly interfering in their lives. They trash mother-in-laws for this very reason in our society, this constant interference. And yet we've somehow some people in this nation have decided this is our mission, our cause, is to run around interfering with every other country and how they conduct themselves. And thank goodness President Trump has put a halt to that nonsense. Well, he has an ulterior motive. I just haven't found out what it is yet. But I don't know whether you were going back to Susan B. Anthony. I don't know whether you saw the ABC story that said President Donald Trump faced mounting pressure Wednesday to rescind his posthumous pardon of Susan B. Anthony, a leader in the women's suffrage movement, as a number of Democrats and historians argued that a presidential pardon undermines Anthony's wishes. Anthony did not believe she committed a crime by simply voting. Right, right. That's did, did, true. And right. she did refuse to pay the fine, and the judge refused to do anything else because he didn't want to give her further power in her cause. Right? It was all, it was really political chess that they were, she was playing against the uh, judiciary. Okay, get another call. Right. But the, the in thing. In the state the, of New York at the time. But the thing is, the president rescinding it, or giving her that pardon, I think. He reaffirms what she said. She didn't commit a crime, and he didn't believe she committed right. a crime, so he rescinded the crime charges. So the pardon charges. is all the more appropriate. You know, okay. and the other thing, Joe, Nope, I hate to stop you, Cindy. We can't do another thing. What, what really had go. my eyes rolling was the people who came out and said that she was not uh, against the slavery. That woman was an ardent abolitionist. But this is what we've come to. Everybody starts throwing stones. You say a good thing about anybody, and the next thing you know, someone jumps up with a rock and starts throwing it. Well, I'm surprised somebody's administration thought of the pardon, but it was a fabulous idea. Thank you, Cindy. Yes, Cindy. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, Dan, you're going to have to stand by, so hold on. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse 
calls, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Dan's been very, very patient, and for that we thank him. And we're back on the radio. Good morning, Dan. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, Mark and Joe. Why, you know, another thing we could put on the list, President Trump did not get us in any more new wars. Um, every president gets us in a new war. That's number five on my list. Is it okay? How about... <laughs> President Trump had the best economy in his, uh, probably in all history of the United States up till the COVID-19 epidemic. Uh, that's not on my list, but I certainly should give him credit. He could have taken any number of measures that would have stopped the economic uh, boom that was, is going on, or what was going on in this country until COVID-19. But, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I give him credit. He could have taken steps that would stop it. But I really would dispute that we have the best economy of all time. Yes, all the numbers are bigger because of inflation. Uh, let's suppose he has the top one of the top five economies of all time. I think you could argue that. But better than the post-World War II boom or, uh, you know, other boom times like during the 60s? I, I, I don't think so. But, you know, somebody, somebody with, uh, uh, what's the inflation-adjusted dollars could probably give us a better answer on that. <laughs> yeah, the post-60s boom it was due to the Vietnam War because... A lot of men and ladies were over fighting the war, and the factories here and the industry needed a lot of help. They were desperate. I remember that time. But here, I watched uh, the three main speakers last night, Senator Harris, uh, let me get this, President Obama, and Secretary of State. Hillary Clinton, and they they were all negative Nellies. They didn't say what they were going to do. It was a put-down of President Trump that he caused a division, which I've said before, it wasn't President Trump that caused the division. It was the Democratic, especially the left-leaning and the left-leaning Republicans that caused a division in our country. Trump, at his inaugural speech, wanted to unify our country. He said, I'm the president of all the people. Now we have to be unified. Well, they weren't unified before. They were already protesting. And President Obama made as if he gave 
Trump, uh, sorry, President Trump a chance. He never gave President Trump a chance at all. They were going to be dividing the country right from the beginning. I don't, I don't agree with them that any of them that they gave President Trump a chance at all. Well, did you happen to recall any of President Trump's speeches and comments about President Obama when he was seeking the office? They weren't terribly flattering. I don't think he gave Obama a chance, if you want to talk about who gave who a chance. Uh, Obama had his chance for eight years, Mr. McGarnahan. He had <laughs> eight years to make America great. That's Han, not Ham. Yeah, or whatever. Whatever. I've been called a ham, but... You know, he had eight years to do the country great. And what did he do? He made us... He didn't do anything for the economy much. He said we were the best we're ever going to be. And, he, you know, he wasn't against war. And President Trump got us out of out of the war with, uh, you know, out of the a lot of the wars that we were in, especially with, uh, you know, I can't think of the name now. Over it was uh, over in Syria, they had a they were starting a country of their own. This goes to show how long we've been out of there. They were going to, uh, uh, you know who I mean, I think. Well, I think you could find a lot of accomplishments President Obama did. I think you just have a short memory. I mean, remember what the economy, we had the housing collapse and that, uh, you know, Wall Street collapse. I forget the precise name for it. But, uh, of course, he helped us to claw back from that, had promised to uh, get us out of Iraq and successfully did so. So that was noteworthy. Um, and, uh, you know, health care. Was it an accomplishment? It seems to have it really contributed to division well, in the U.S. according to the vice president at the time, it was a big blanking deal. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would, of course, be uh, Joe Blank and Biden right, who right. said that. But I think if you look at it, Dan, you could find accomplishments of President Obama. You may not agree with them. I, 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 don't, I do find accomplishments, but I find overall is... President Trump is right. The reason he got elected was because of President Obama and and the Tea Party movement. We got we helped get him in because that started during President Obama's time. You mean you helped and, get President Trump in because but you of... can't you can't deny the argument that Hillary Clinton garnered three million more votes in the popular vote total than the president did. The president knew how to play the system and he played it extremely well. And if he does it that well again, he'll be reelected. But that you know the majority of the people in America voted against him. Yeah, you don't see the president running up to Rhode Island today. No, I he's think going it's to friends. Be a lot different this time. Now, I think some people were leery. To vote for President Trump, he wasn't known other than through TV and a couple other things. And I think they were leery to vote for President Trump. But now they see his accomplishments, which are many, many accomplishments. Yeah, he he wiped it, or that Islam 
over there that was taken over is what I was trying to think of. Radical Islam and uh, and the, they were setting up a, a le- their own country in Ira- Iraq and in Syria and he beat them out. There's no you don't hear of, a, of any attacks anymore in America of of the uh, extreme Islamism that they were trying to take over is what I was trying to well, think of. Well, had far fewer indictments than other presidents. <laughs> of course, not scandal or controversy free, but uh, nothing but, like this uh, president. Everybody they, around him has been indicted. If but they many would have, have had anything on President Trump, they would have him been they would have a full impeachment. He'd be out of office. They have nothing on him. Well, they already it's did just, their political impeachment. Well, but don't you think this thing with the post office is worthy of impeachment, this idea of trying to interfere with the election by taking voting machines out I of offices? I don't agree that he's trying to interfere through that. I disagree with you. It was going to be slowed down anyway. They were trying to cut expenses because it's run so badly. I could even give examples right here in New Berlin how bad it was run through the years. It could have been run much better. I no, we're out mean of time. The workers. We're out I of just time. mean the, the, the way they run it from the top. All right. A friend of mine is the former mayor of New Berlin. I'll pass along your concerns to him. Mm-hmm. Bob Garrett. Oh, <laughs> Bob was the mayor out yeah. there. Well, we know yeah, a councilman. It's, a, it's, it's okay. the way it is, and it don't. you can't change them. They have their way of running it from the top. It's not the workers here. Uh, they do a great job. It's from the top. All right, listen, we thank it's you so much, sir. It's a down thing like a lot of things. And, hey, fellas, it was great talking with you. And, yeah, good to talk to you. Thank you so and, much, sir. Uh, tomorrow morning I'll be maybe call in again. All right, fabulous. Thank you so and much, you guys Dan. have a great day. You too. And... And I'm going to go up to Ricketts Glen Park and hike the Falls Trail. Oh, good for you. Yeah, that would yeah, be fun. It's such a fun. beautiful, beautiful day to be out. Stay like on the trail. He said, <laughs> it's so beautiful, I can't stay in today. <laughs> okay, we got you. Well, Thank you, you may, so much, may never get done saying goodbye to us, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be time for his next how call. Far to, is, how far is Ricketts Glen from here? I've Probably 40 miles or 40 so. 40 miles, okay. All right, well, it's a nice day trip for him. All right, and then a long hike, and then a... a 40 mile back, drive back. A lot of good, fine local restaurants on the way back, too, so... And I believe there's... The restaurant's reopened in Orangeville. That's on 487, just north of Orangeville. Oh, okay. Forget the name of it. You are listening to On the Mark, WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, thank you so much for joining us, and... You're listening to News Radio 1070 WK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We're going to enjoy an hour of open phones, so please dial us up 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners in the last hour talked about the pardon of Susan B. Anthony by President Donald John Trump, and uh, uh, his administration thought of it, and he did it, and of course, it, some people pushed back and said it wasn't ideal, so we had a little chit-chat about that, plus Dan called in listing a few of the president's accomplishments, and I talked about a few of President Obama's accomplishments. So, And one thing the president tweeted yesterday was that it was President Obama and Vice President Joe Biden that led to President Trump's election, that set the groundwork and the foundation and uh, whatever division or uh, whatever opportunity uh, needed to happen so that President Trump. But I think you could probably say that about every president, that it was, in fact, the previous president's accomplishments and or misdeeds that set it up for the next president, just as uh, many people hope that uh, President Trump's actions. I'd say Jimmy Carter I'm certainly sure. paved the way for Ronald Reagan. Right, and uh, President Trump paves the way for anybody. Rational, really. It happens to be Joe Biden, but it could have been anybody. So, uh, yeah, th- that is normal state of affairs. So you don't consider the president rational, then, I gather? No. <laughs> buffoon-like, yes. Irrational. Well, you're back to that. He's back to being a buffoon. Well, come on. <laughs> look, what he, look what he's doing. Ah, never mind. We'll, we'll get into All this right. later. How oh, about the news headlines? Thank you. <laughs> on, don't get me started. On the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line open. Call us right now, 1-800-795-9565. You can do as two individuals have done, and that's email us at onthemarkatwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Speaking to the president, he's coming to town. President Donald Trump is returning to the battleground state of Pennsylvania to deliver a campaign speech to attack Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden near the place where Biden grew up, and on the same day Biden is to accept the nomination. President Trump will speak tonight at a, or today rather, I guess it's during the day, at a building products company in Old Forge a few miles away from Biden's Scranton childhood home. Trump, along with Vice President Mike Pence, is on a campaign swing through battleground states this week ahead of the November 3rd election as President Trump's campaign surrogates and cabinet members flock to Pennsylvania. Meantime, President Trump and Joe Biden campaign ads are also heavily on Pennsylvania's airwaves. Yeah, that virus one. I'm getting tired of hearing that one. Uh, Let's see. Word came from the State Department of Health and Human Services on Wednesday in Harrisburg that the National Guard and other outside agencies are being brought to bear at a Milton nursing home. There's a deadly outbreak of COVID-19 at Milton Nursing and Rehab Center. Dozen residents have died, many more sickened by the coronavirus. State nursing, or State Health Department, rather, lists a list of a dozen actions and previous, current, and future that they say will help uh, stem the flow of that issue there. As the flu season approaches and cold season and the pandemic continues, can you boost your immune system? Yes, some supplements can help, but... Your immune system is well-equipped to protect your body against invaders, so there's no one single thing that will make a difference as your immune system is, again, a complex system with many working pieces, so that really anything within your body will work better when your immunity is at its highest level. 
Pet Stark says some supplements that include plenty of vitamin C, B, and A are helpful, but it is very complex, and uh, she's a registered dietitian. I was on a recent interview, and you can hear that at WKOK's podcast page. says there are, it's hopelessly complex, so you need to make sure that you have a complex solution to boosting your immune system, but it can be done. COVID on campus. Bucknell says they have one case. Bloomsburg University says they have 10. Both say they're quarantining students who get the ailment. Last night, social distancing not evident on the campus of Penn State University at East Halls, one of the dormitory complexes on the periphery of the campus, uh, where they say uh, students say they must be trying to make national headlines uh, for a gathering of hundreds of students dancing, playing music, and uh, twerking, according to OnwardState.com. Uh, police later broke up uh, the crowd. There was some pushback from the students, but the students decided to uh, go back to uh, normal on uh, Penn State and go back to their halls. In case you didn't pay attention last evening, Kamala Harris made history as the first black woman to accept a spot on a major party's presidential ticket. Uh, of course, she wasn't the woman, the first woman ever to run for president or vice president, but the first black woman to accept a spot on the nominating ticket. In her highly anticipated address capping the third night of the virtual convention, Harris mixed her polish as a former prosecutor with deeply personal tales of her upbringing to argue that she and Joe Biden can rejuvenate the country rapidly by a pandemic and deeply divided by partisan bitterness. As soon as her speech was done, they went back to fomenting partisan divisiveness. And President Trump has a new arch enemy, and it is not a foreign power trying to take over the U.S. or terrorism. No, it is Goodyear Tires. He's urging people to boycott Goodyear Tires uh, because... In a risky move, President Trump attacked Goodyear Tires, an American icon, for announcing a ban on MAGA hats. I'm not happy with Goodyear because what they're doing is playing politics. The president is angry about Goodyear's policy barring workplace political expression, including his campaign hats. And critics, so that's uh, CBS's Ben Tracy, and critics say they are now organizing a boycott. Whenever somebody does a boycott these days, somebody does a boycott, they say buy Goodyear tires in order to defeat the president's boycott. So why, why would a company say you can't express your political opinions in, in their, on their property? I mean, it's a free country. I can understand them not wanting people handing out literature or, um, you know, actively pounding people's but ears. But if all you do is wear a hat or a t-shirt, if I have a Biden t-shirt, why would they throw me out for that? Or why would they tell me I can't wear it? What's, what's the big deal? I guess because of the political division in the U.S., I would consider it a, a form of free speech. I mean, we know that through the courts you're allowed to wear a cross if you're a Christian. Like uh, Even nurses have fought for that opportunity. Right. So, uh, in fact, the only people I think courts have upheld reasonable restrictions uh, on clothing and hats is in schools where there are, you know, dress codes have been found to be legal imposed by schools. Well, I can um, see. I can maybe. Well, I, I can maybe they don't maybe want the division that comes from it. You know, if well, you if you, if you want to be super served by somebody and you're ultra liberal, like if I go to uh, a, a tire store and uh, everybody's wearing a MAGA hat, well, then I make a decision about whether I want to deal with those people or not. Right, so if I don't, if I'm like you, I don't go into that store. 
If I'm like well, me, I might go in and say, how you doing? And maybe the company wants absolutely everybody to feel welcome without having to say, well, I'm going to Coast Tire because they have... The but that's the plant. They're not. They're talking about the plant. The customers aren't roaming through the plant. I can understand the tire store I think that's having a policy. Plant, companies don't allow political statements on clothing and stuff. Well, so how come you're allowed to wear a Biden is King shirt here today? <laughs> <laughs> because this is an opinion show. I see. All right. I have so to take this, this. You're allowed. If I wear a MAGA hat in here, what will happen? This is my Biden is King jumpsuit. <laughs> and as soon as the show's over, I put my mask on and I take off the jumpsuit. Oh, and dude, it ain't pretty. Well, I bet it is. And I don't want to be here for that. There's division when that happens. But I just don't understand why why it's such a big deal. You know, they've done this before. And I thought somebody it is a big deal. I think so, it's just a rule. Somebody posted a meme this morning. It was one of the nastiest things I've seen. And it's from one of the people on the left who was all love and inclusion, unless it's somebody they disagree with. But it had the pictures pictures of people speaking at the Republican convention next week. One of them, they said, MAGA hat boy from Covington Catholic. You know, the kid has a name, and he's been vindicated, but no, they're making fun of him. No, because but we know who it is he, Right, he's going That's to speak at that. We know who he is now. What, the MAGA hat boy right. is what they're calling him. <laughs> and Kid Rock is going to speak there, so they made fun of him. I uh, forget who else was in the list, but you know, that's the kind of political hatred that, you know, people on the left just, oh, I lo oh, love yes, an inclusion and as long as you agree with me, then we're fine. And Donald Trump is trying desperately to bring us no, together. No, he's not. That's my problem. He's not trying to bring us together. But the other side isn't doing anything better. I mean, I don't like it if you stand up on your soapbox and say, these people are terrible. And then you turn around and do the same thing. You know, isn't that just as bad? 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Hey, uh, we would love to hear from you. We have an email. Joe, read the email, and then uh, we'll take the, the call. The email is from Rob. He says, good morning. This election's hanging Chad, remember Bush, Gore, in Florida, will be signatures on mail-in ballots, with the exception that it won't be one county in Florida. It will be wherever there is mail-in voting. The loser will go to court to have each ballot signature compared to the official signature of record, even the ballots ruled as a false signature. I know that I don't sign my name the same the way I did 30 or 40 years ago when I first voted, and who is an expert in authorizing signatures? That's a, You know, Rob, that's a good point. I looked at my handwriting. I found an old report card or something I had to sign from years ago. Mm -hmm. my, the way I sign my name now is vastly different than the way and I signed it you used your then. elementary school signature on your voter registration form way back when? No, but I was uh, I registered to vote when I was 21, which is was, was the age. Mm -hmm. And well, my your signature hasn't changed since then. I feel certain of it. Well, I hate to tell you, but it has. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, mine's become completely illegible and is now missing the consonants. So uh, we got one call coming in and another one standing by. Good morning, Al. You're on the mark. Good morning, guys. Uh, over at Wise's, they uh, ban their employees from even wearing a patriotic. Uh, face mask of any sort. Oh, with the American uh, flag. Well, a lot of people feel that's desecration of the flag. I could uh, put a people in front of you that say anybody that desecrates a flag uh, is or wears yeah, it or use it for clothing. Pardon me? So that they're proud of the flag. That's why they like to put it on. That's why I get t-shirts that have the flag on and stuff. Um, you know, it's just a symbol of my appreciation of living in the greatest country in the world, but um, that's why we are the greatest country in the world, because we can wear and express what we want to express, uh, freedom and liberty. 
So you know, we're doing the same thing in our own backyard, and you can't justify it by just saying, well, it's on patriotic, so is burning the flag. But they're not burning it. They're, they're displaying it. Well, now, knowing how you stand politically, because you've called the program a number of times, Al, suppose Mark was wearing a T-shirt that says, abortion is great. Would you want him to take that off? I wouldn't care. I'd just uh, probably, I don't know. I think I'd just try and ignore it and, and probably put him in my prayers. <laughs> okay. Very charitable of you. Well, and I, I, I think, first of all, Wise is private property, so they're able to do whatever they want in terms of their rules. So and they're, good your tires. Right, right. Oh, yeah, no argument there. And their employees are volunteers, meaning that they volunteer to come in the front door and put on the smock. And so, But I think the company's in the right to making it, uh, restricting this uh, any political message, whether it's the American flag or not. A lot of people don't like the flag woven into clothing or turned into face masks or turned into boots or things. If you want to wear a flag, put an arm patch on or, or you know, or a pin or, or fly pin. a flag. But don't desecrate it. Don't put splotches on it. We saw over the weekend places with green stripes on the flag and blue stripes. And uh, Antifa oh, so you don't has support a, the blue of uh, the blue line flag. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying. I'm, if you have to listen to what I say, Joe, a lot of people don't like this putting things on the flag, putting stripes on it. Antifa puts a blood splotch on it. I'm sorry. Say this again, Al. Did you see the Black Lives Matter flag? Yes, and I don't like that. I don't think you should take... And a lot of people agree with me. The flag is not a blank canvas for you to put your political statements on. That's just me. But the, but the United States is a blank canvas, and we have liberty that allows us to do whatever we want to do on things like this. Well, I think when you're on public property, you can do whatever you, almost literally whatever you want with a flag, I think. Well, and today we're sticking in subliminal messages everywhere we go. That used to be a big thing in the 60s, subliminal messages. But last night during Pocahontas' speech, I'm sorry, Elizabeth Warren's speech, if you look behind her, there were, uh, she was posing in front of like a children's school, and then there were blocks BLM across the back of oh, her. Behind her. <laughs> behind her. I, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so, I mean, you know. We can't wear a flag, but they can write in front of Trump Tower, Trump Black Lives Matter, right in front of, right in front of his tower. I mean, that's like come on over and smack me in the face. Well, I don't think the president cared, to be honest with you. No, because it's liberty. If they want right. to do it, I mean, if the mayor wants to do it, just proves what kind of guy he is and where he stands, which is. And how much thing. money he's willing to waste on a meaningless gesture. Well, and I think the president yeah, that, agrees that, that, with some of the elements of Black here. Lives Matter. And all lives matter, especially the old people that are vulnerable to this disease. And that's probably why Tom Wolf should be uh, impeached. I mean, he was really wrong there. And there's only five governors in the United States that did that. So, you know, we, we got a recognition for something that is awful. All right, we got you, Al. Thank you so much yeah, for calling in. Thanks for being Thanks, a great listener and a great caller. We got a caller standing by, and we'll take a quickie break. We hope we got two callers standing by and one email. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
CSMC ways to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. Uh, Joe, if you would read that upper right-hand corner. I will do it. While there are non-mask wearers who have legitimate reasons for not being able to wear them, the majority have an incurable disease called selfishness. <laughs> Keeping other people safe is the last thing they're concerned with. All right. Amen. Well said. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Eric has been waiting the better part of ten minutes. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. And you're welcome. <laughs> Has it been that long? Ten minutes? Oh, my God, it felt like a lifetime. Good morning, gentlemen, and yes, thank you for taking my call. A report from Silsco School District yesterday. Everything seemed to go pretty well. Uh, kids wearing masks, uh, no, uh, no major incidents that I'm aware of. Also, a big shout-out and welcome back to uh, Susquehanna University. They uh, were coming onto campus uh, today. I think it's a three-day process. I think yesterday was the second day of the process, but welcome back to uh, my uh, fellow uh, Crusaders slash Riverhawks, and uh, hope some of them are listening to, to wake up with your show this morning, uh, but welcome back. Um, well, let me, let me mention, uh, let me question you about the Sealands Grove thing, because I talked to my grandson yesterday. The one uh, who wasn't in school? Uh, no, he was doing, the, he's doing remote because of health concerns in the family, okay. uh -huh. but he was done in 20, 20 minutes or so. He got up early, and he went online, he looked up his assignment, he did it, uh, and they had, he printed out the rules, which I guess was a large part of the day, and he uh, he read them, and he was done. That was his day. And, you know, I thought they would be in, and I questioned him about it, I thought they would see the teacher and see what the class instruction was, but I'm told that's not the case. And that if they have a question, they have to send the teacher an email and then wait to hear back uh, from the teacher. Now, that doesn't seem really conducive to f learning to me, but that's just my opinion. Well, I think some of the problem, Joe, is the um, you can't have live cameras in the classroom because of the privacy issue with the kids. So you can't have live streaming. I don't think it was ever meant to be live streaming. Um, also, let's be honest, first day of school is pretty much go in, you know, get your books, get those insurance forms, take home for your parents to fill out and so on and so forth. Um, so, but, um, and of course, my experience with through my grandchildren is just what happened in school. So, uh, but that's not the reason I called this morning. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, so, very concerned about the president attacking Goodyear Tire, but then he attacked also attacked with Harley Davidson and several other. Um, historically, and help me with my memory because I'm such a student of history, have other presidents been as prolific or even have called out companies while they're in office and told people, hey, boycott this because it goes against what. They feel? Has there been other presidents who called for boycotts? Yes. Well, not necessarily boycotts, but there have been other presidents who come down hard on industries and companies. Notably, Harry Truman uh, came down on railroads during the railway strikes. You know, and there, there but were he other never strikes. called out like um, one railroad say, don't, no, don't, don't ride Pennsylvania Railroad because they don't follow my views. Correct? Didn't call not out that I'm, company. not that I'm aware, but I don't remember that far back, to be honest with you. But I remember. No, I'm trying to think so myself, but it's just interesting. One more 
uh, case uh, that this president doesn't seem to have much uh, understanding or respect for history or the tradition of the presidency. He's he's going off on his own rogue, and, and we're supposed to just blindly follow that. Uh, next question for you. Is Melania uh, going to speak next week? Yes. I haven't seen... Is she? Okay. From the White House. Okay. CBS she is, is reporting speak. that. Uh, wondering this time, is she going to have her own speech, or is she just going to repeat uh, this time what Joe Biden said? <laughs> Actually, Joe Biden's the one who's guilty of plagiarism. Uh, I, I don't know what she's going to say. Who who knows? But that's a funny question. Well, so Melania Melania didn't didn't follow uh, uh, Mrs. Obama's. Didn't, didn't basically that's right. Is that that's who the speech was from that she did use? Uh -huh. Yeah, that was funny. Well, I'm just wondering because they're both you know uh, you know the first lady one to be one isn't and uh, yeah heads did you roll know that, after that. That Jill Biden is from Pennsylvania. I didn't know that. I don't know anything Joe about her. Joe or Jill? I said Jill. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know she was. Yes. Well, yeah. well Joe Biden was born in Pennsylvania. Of course, he was represented uh, uh, Delaware. But, I mean, uh, yeah. Where is she Joe from? Joe Biden is from Southeast PA. Went to school there, taught, you know, taught there. Mm, good you know. for her. Oh, that's true that she and was Melania's in Pennsylvania. Where, Joe? Where's Melania from? Somewhere over the seas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Croatia or somewhere also, like that. Last and I'll let this go. I'm just, just trying to, to, to frame, frame a, a reference here. But, I mean, um, the, you, people on the left love immigrants, so I don't understand oh. why they don't love her. we got to get a call going <laughs> next. Thank well, you so much, uh, Eric. No, no. The, uh, Thank people, you. Considering uh, the president's anti-immigrant stance, uh, uh, his mother's Scottish, by the way. Uh, I guess everyone kind of knew that, probably didn't. Uh, that, that his mother Scott. He's anti-Hispanic. I think other immigrants oh, are okay. Come on, come on. <laughs> thank you so much, Eric. Appreciate the call. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, where Joseph, are we here, nice. Joseph? Thank you, Joseph. You're on the mark. Yes. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I'm going to comment on this uh, mail-in ballots. If Trump supporters and Trump is so evil, and if they're if they can be, uh, as President Trump says, you know, there can be fraudulent mailing in and, and dead people signing them and people signing them and sending in and then go ballot or, or vote at the ballot box. If that's all true and they're so evil, why wouldn't President Trump want something like that? Because his people could, uh, you know, put in false ballots. Well, that is you a wonderful question. Here. Yes, we uh, asked that the, the other day. Why is it that he's guaranteeing the fraud? Trump against it. <laughs> we uh, heard him. You, you see, uh, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. In other words, if a, if he wants to have a fraudulent election, well, let his people, President Trump, send all the ballots in they want if they can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think the, I I think the 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 press the uh, what is it the premise is ill conceived that any fraud or mail in votes only benefit Democrats. You know, I think right. I think he could really that. benefit. But you're from both it. you're both missing the point. The president's argument is that we shouldn't allow anything that has that potential for fraud right, to take but place. His motive is that it'll hurt him if there's more mail in votes. That's right, the real because premise. I think he realizes that the Democrats will do this. You know, but and not his people, because it's just like the gun control business. They want to do away with guns. Well, honest people that aren't criminals don't use guns illegally. It's the criminals that use them illegally, and the Democrats don't want. You, you see what I'm saying? They want to take away the guns from the people that won't uh, commit crimes with them. But if if I'm a criminal, I'm not going to hand my gun in. 
Come on, you know. <laughs> that's your nature, to be criminal. <laughs> well, that's uh, true. One, uh, yeah, that's about all I had to say. But I did want to say okay. one thing. Every time I hear your commercial, I bought a new Kia off of Austin down there somewhere in Mars, mm -hmm. and I was really pleased with it. And it's a service after the sales. I went in there, and Austin got me a uh, seat... Um, uh, seat belt extensions never charged me a penny for them, and uh, they they really treat me great, and I I love that Kia. Oh, you can call too. in with that message well, any day. Now we don't need to do the commercial. Yeah, I thought I'd do a commercial for <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So anybody that's looking for a good car, go down and talk to Austin. He'll he'll fix you up and he'll take care of you after you buy it. Please right. say more. No, just kidding. Thank you so much. Thank Joe. you, Joseph. Thanks. Yep, thanks for yeah. checking in. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Last caller before a quickie break, and that would be yeah. Young Stan is on the mind. Good morning, sir. Go right ahead. Good morning. Hey, uh, I think we all need to boycott Goodyear. Okay. <laughs> Why? Well, they're very expensive. First of all. Well, you know, if, if, if they're going to be, uh, they're, they're the woke company. You know, it's, they don't want any political speech in their uh, buildings, which, okay, I understand that, but it needs to go all the way across the board. When you have an acceptable political speech that they allow and a non-acceptable political speech, that's a problem. No, well, that's not right. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and they do. I mean, did you see the slide that they were presenting at their uh, little meeting? You know, for, uh, uh, I guess it was... Uh, uh, I don't know what like it is. Like a shareholder meeting? Or all the employee, employee meeting or whatever it was okay. and tell them you know, what they can and can't do as far as, you know, politics, which I understand. You don't want to be having people argue about stupid stuff like that in uh, at work because that just causes problems. But it, it needs to go both ways, and it doesn't. And that's where the problem comes oh, in. Oh, well, that's not ideal. Yeah, definitely that's not fair. Because I don't know if you if you've seen what they had on their slide on the slide that was presented. No, I haven't. I I think he sh okay. did he show it last night or it certainly is being talked about, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah they, well, it should I'll, be I'll tell you what it was. Acceptable is uh, talk about Black Lives Matters, or you can have wear, wear any type of garment or whatever that has that stuff on, or the LGBTQT whatever all that is stuff. That's okay, but you can't have a Blue Lives Matter, uh, All Lives Matter, or anything with MAGA or anything other political stuff. So tell me where the BLM isn't political, because it is. Well, it is, it is a political movement, you know. So yeah, right. but that's 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 acceptable. Well, the others weren't. That doesn't so that, seem that's fair. Why, that's why Goodyear is what you know getting the heat that they're getting. Okay. All right. What else? Oh, and by the way, uh, Trump is an anti-immigrant. He's anti-illegal immigrant, but he's not anti-immigrant. That's a distinction and, and, and lost on a lot of people, but you're right. I, I agree with you on that. Well, I think everybody in the world is that way. No, not really. No, not the obviously open border, not. Otherwise, folks. we wouldn't have the open border issue we have right now. Right. And and the Democrats fighting to, to protect the border. But alas, we don't have an open border. Well, we will. No, we think, well, okay. we, don't, we still do. We still do. It's still open. It isn't, it isn't closed off yet. Okay. But the Democrats fighting closing it off. Why? Why? What, what's their What's their reason for not wanting to secure the border? I think it's probably the president's motivation, not necessarily the uh, result. No, see, that's that's where you come in. He's not anti-immigrant. He's anti-illegal immigrant. All right, we'll so take what's that the answer. motivation there? Mark just made a very salient point when he said, I don't, I don't know. know. 
Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm willing to learn, and I know our listeners know, and they can all call us and, and, and well, give Stan us... and I have been trying to teach you for the last six months. <laughs> all right, it doesn't work. All right, yeah. thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for checking in. Very right, glad, thanks. To, thanks, glad to hear from you. All right, take a quickie break. When we come back, we've got a caller standing by. And, oh, no texts or emails, so we cleared the board. Good for us. All right, fill them back up. Uh, text us at 70236. Call us back up, uh, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.kok.com. Well, we're talking about uh, why the president uh, doesn't want illegal immigration or what's his real motivation, I guess that would be, and what's the Democrats' true plan or m- true motivation when it comes to... And what about the tire company? The alleged to motivate uh, open border. Yes, and what's wrong with Goodyear? Some message is good, some message is bad. <laughs> That's not right. And should we desecrate the flag with various colored stripes and splotches and marks or burn them and things like that? one 800 When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the FMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We're speaking frankly about the presidential election. Who would you vote for and why? I think that's a perfectly good question as we head towards the top of the hour. We have uh, Al and Dan in the uh, Trump category, and we have Eric in the Biden category, but we'll take more opinions. 1-800-795-9565. We are enjoying an open phone stay and a wide range of discussions. Terry, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Morning. <clears throat> I, I was wondering, have you? I haven't listened to the last couple of days. I was wondering if you had covered this story about uh, Secretary Levine doing the uh, secret agreement between the car show and Carlisle. No, I haven't heard that. Has that been in Pen Live? Joe, Joe's a Pen Live reader. There was some talk about it before because they wanted to shut it down, and then they arrived at some kind of compromise that let it open, but with fewer attenders. Okay. Well, WPXI TV just broke a story with um, on Channel 11, and they're saying that uh, found this secret agreement between our show and Dr. Levine to allow 20,000 people per day to come into the car show. Okay. Just trying to get some more on this story. It's the only place source I've heard it from, and I was wondering if you guys had any follow-up on it. Well, our producer put some information up here, which you've taken the top off of. Um, I don't know how we get back up there. That was 
<laughs> she says she can't comment. Well, and the uh, it probably isn't really secret except for the fact that the uh, right to know law has been temporarily suspended by King Wolf, um, saying that they don't have time to respond to all of these. For a while, he had the office closed during the shutdowns, which that was a mistake. And now everything's just uh, slowly behind. But uh, Secretary Levine claims it's still a legal dispute and subsequently uh, private for that reason. I'm, uh, I don't know why that wouldn't be public. I mean, if the state attorney general is fighting something in court, we get to see you know, the arguments and the briefs and so on. But I think the point of this story is that in the midst of the, the uh, governor's order limiting the con uh, to 250 people, that they worked out a deal with the car show to allow far more than that in while in making the rest of us in Pennsylvania adhere to their earlier uh, rules and regulations, which is unfair. Is that your point, yeah, Larry? Your Terry? Is that, uh, matter of fact, they talked to a couple of lawmakers, and none of the lawmakers seemed to know anything about it either. It was the first they heard of it when it was, they showed the uh, representative, Chris San Santiago, I guess a Democrat, representative from Lawrence County, and he and that's the first he'd ever heard about it when he saw the, the paperwork. So they actually have I guess papers that this is written up. He was very surprised when he saw it. Well, we know they came up with some sort of an agreement that wasn't made public, but it was sufficient to allow the car so to proceed. And I think it marked the end of a, a suit that had been filed right. or some by sort the, of an appeal of the blockage. By the people at the car show who wanted to be able to continue to have the event. Yeah, open government has taken a beating the past few months, in case you haven't noticed. Well, I think the, the point's a good one. You know, how can you make an exception for one group and not for others? You know, and we have restaurants that are having no end of trouble trying to make it on 25% capacity. Or they've closed. Or they've closed. And while the governor's handing out uh, 20,000 people, letting 20,000 people come to a car show. Doesn't seem fair. Okay, that's all I have. Thank all you. Right. All right. Thank you, Terry. Thank you so much. Appreciate your call. 1-800-795-9565. We've got open phones right at the moment. And no texts, emails, or calls. When's the last time that happened? That means we got to talk to each other. <laughs> How you doing, brother? All right. But, you know, that, that's a good point. Why? why oh, all, the, uh, all of a sudden, all the emails are rolling in. Pro <laughs> prologue keeps going down, and now 16 emails just came in. Oh, that's funny. All right, start at the now, top. Now, see, this is the kind of nasty nitty thing that you, you begin to expect from people. Isn't it ironic that the president who has a mail-order bride is so against the post office? Pencil Tucky will not rise again. Biden-Harris 2020. Tom. Now, you know, let's assault the president's wife. Why don't you bring his children in there, too, Tom? Let's, let's add them to the mix. Huh? Okay. What do you say? Uh, somebody was kind enough to send us the uh, clipping as it relates to um, Goodyear. So thank you for that. And one of our other texters says, or emailers says, count the times our president calls folks he disagrees with by some derogatory name, as you, Mark, did about a sitting U.S. senator. I guess it's okay for both of you. Who did you insult? I think she's thinking of, you used the word Pocahontas. That wasn't me, that was Joe. Well, I, I corrected myself immediately and said... Um, oh, oh you're, you're funny, not funny, in other words. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you're, you're being... Uh, it's, it's a derogatory reference. I but you, but I Joe is, said, is no longer no, beneath name-calling. It was you. What, I called the president a buffoon, but I didn't call a senator or anything. Oh, so it's okay to call the president a name, but it's not, not a senator. Idea. No, it's, it's not the best of Lawrence. It's not going to go on the best of Lawrence tape. 
I yeah. see our. I, I can hardly wait to take our next caller because he has one of my complaints. What is original reporting, which CBS <laughs> claims to produce? Yeah, that's Joe's beef. Yeah, it didn't really happen, folks. It's but we're going to tell you it did. <laughs> Go ahead, Harry. Uh, my father uh, was a newspaper man, uh, and and for over almost forty years, and it and it bothers me when I hear that ad on CBS for uh, your home for original reporting because I always thought, and especially from CBS News, I mean that was the home of Edward R. Murrow and Walter Cronkite, respected and and honorable and able newsmen. I always thought the news was to, supposed to be about truth and, and truthful reporting. What exactly is original reporting? That means and they made, they made it up. It? They made it up. It's That's original. my argument. It's <laughs> not copyrighted fiction. It's original. But it's still fiction. <laughs> yes, there's no argument. Today, President, today President and, Trump and kicked why, a dog. That's <laughs> why people have a hard time taking anything they hear on the news at any kind of value. That's one of the reasons for it anyhow. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean... It's awful. My other my other point is that I uh, I would like to put a vote in for none of the above. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> well, they always there's a say... movie if you get a, if you get a chance to ever find it. Uh, there's a movie called Brewster's Millions that Richard Pryor was in, probably back in the late seventies, I want to say, and that was one of the uh, one of the things that he uh, started a campaign for for the mayor of New York City, and it's, it was the uh, a sidebar to the story, but it was interesting to the movie, but it was an interesting part, and I, I wish we could do that now. <laughs> that would be original reporting, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Well, today, President Trump kicked a dog. Original reporting here on CBS. <laughs> it's not true. But it's not true, but it's, it's original, original reporting. <laughs> All right. Well, and I think that's, I think that's what, I, what my point is about the, the fact that that statement comes out and the fact that there is so much stuff out there right now that that is untrue or exaggerated that that you would think a respected organization like i said the home of murrow and cronkite should be above all this the fray with that and, and it's very disappointing but cnn disappointing. cnn does it too they they always say there's new reporting you know out what, this so, morning Joe, that, that's part of the problem too i don't care who does it the the thing is that that cbs was always the gold standard yep. for many many things because of who they had with them and, and for them to take the lead in it or to stoop to the level of, of others, that, that makes it even worse. I agree with you. They used to call it the Tiffany Network, and I think William Paley would be spinning in his grave today. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I can remember, like I say, my dad was in the newspaper business for 40 years, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, there's nobody anymore... Um, I mean, you guys are probably the last of a dying breed, and I don't mean that you're dying off, but the last of the breed that, that really takes news seriously as the reporting seriously. And, and, I, and it's, it's scary because that should have been and always was our bastion, uh, one of our secure bastions of knowing facts. And facts are no longer important in news, just like it isn't in anything else. And 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 that's what's scary. Yeah, uh, Bill Paley and Doctor Stanton—they made quite a team when they when they put quite a team together at CBS over the years. And it was a it was an outstanding news team. Charles Kuralt. I mean, you could just—that's a who's who of great reporters, people who really valued mm -hmm. truth and valued integrity and great legacy uh, reporters. But the difference is that we've muddied the waters now between news and common. And that's where the problem comes in. I'm still a big... Well, and, and not only that, but so many times now it's important for news to be entertaining. 
news was never meant to be entertaining and it's not it's not entertainment it's it's facts it's news it's events it's not entertainment all right thank you so much harry Fair thanks enough, harry. thanks thank for calling you. in we'll take a quickie break when we come back we got two callers standing by and a couple of two three emails we'll look at those when we return when it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merce family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, this relates to our conversation about Goodyear. This is an article from uh, some sort of a radio or TV station. Go it ahead, says Jim. a Goodyear employee says the company has put out a new policy that has some calling it not equal for all. A photo seen circulating on social media shows a slide that was presented during the diversity training showing what's acceptable and what isn't acceptable as part of Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company's zero tolerance policy. I love them. Under acceptable, Black Lives Matter lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, pride. Listed as unacceptable, blue lives matter, all lives matter, MAGA attire, political affiliated slogans or material. In the story, there is a picture of a slide and used in the training. Yeah, we don't well, have... that's not fair at all. Well, I can see why they're taking the politics out of it. because They're not. They're adding the politics in. Transgender well, but pride. the uh, politically affiliated stuff like uh, Democratic stuff or MAGA attire, that supports an individual, Joe Biden or President Trump. But uh, all the rest of them supports a class of people. But that doesn't explain why Blue Lives Matter would be excluded because those are law enforcement officers. It is hardly a uh, but divisive says, political group. MAGA attire and then political affiliated slogans or material, right? which means that you could presumably wear something that isn't a MAGA hat that supports the president, that supports someone other than the president. All right, we got callers waiting. Uh, Bob, you are from Williamsport, PA. Thank you so much for listening all the way down here. We appreciate it. You're on the mark. Well, good morning. I, I just had a, a little thought about... Uh, how much did Trump spend in taxpayer money uh, against Goodyear? I don't. I don't think he spent any. Did he? Against not that I'm them? I'm aware of. No, not yet. I don't think he spent any money for or against them. He just told people not to go there because of this policy. So let's put it on the other foot, okay? Uh, how much did Obama actually spend in taxpayer money supporting failed companies? You mean like Solyndra? <laughs> Correct. A lot. Millions. <laughs> billions. Not millions. Billions. Okay? Solyndra. Half a billion. Twelve, thirteen other solar companies. Another half a billion or so. So what's the difference if we spend tax money supporting failed companies 
or <clears throat> we spend no money against a company that's uh, actually anti-American in that situation. Well, I, I, I think you can have a cylinder argument about President Obama, and that yeah, <laughs> he'll lose that discussion by the sounds of it. But uh, the thing about Goodyear is the president's using his position to uh, encourage part of the nation to boycott a thriving company. I, I don't personally see that right. Joe thinks it's perfectly okay. But, you know, I just think that if, if you're the president, you should keep those kinds of commerce-related opinions to yourself. But it's a free country. Not a commerce opinion to spend taxpayer money supporting a company? No, like I just, like I just said, that is an issue. You can argue that that you know that is not ideal, not correct, added to the oh. deficit, and you know was hardly uh, good government. Definitely not that. Yeah. So 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 it's not good government to to be against a company, but it's good it's good government to be for a company. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the president asking. Uh, how come all you uh, stoners have this Ralph Brandon uh, answer whenever the question is asked? Because <laughs> I'm inarticulate? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably true. Yeah, what's what's, a, you're, what's you're, a stoner, out of curiosity? Okay, right. You cut we'll him off. We'll never know. Well, yeah, it's because you hung up on him. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we don't have to uh, go that low. Can you read the text? Well, why, why not? Start at the bottom. I mean, if we all go that low, there's nowhere to go but up. And <laughs> that's true. Here we are, moving up. <laughs> and Start with our, the bottom one. You know, when I upset our Williamsport audience, uh, Mark, did Trump lose his First Amendment right to free speech when he became president? And then, Mark, 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 Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ is nothing but politics. What have these groups been doing for years but pushing politics? Right. I think you can argue they have a political arm, but LGBTQ is not a specific candidate. MAGA's a candidate, uh, Joe Biden. No, no, it's not. It's Make America Great Again. doesn't say George Bush or, you know, uh, Donald Trump let's, on it. Let's do a quiz. It says Make America Great Again. Joe, let's do a quiz. Who started the MAGA movement as part of his campaign? The president. All right, moving on. But it doesn't say his name. We invite you to visit. What, if, what if they ha was wearing a hat that said, Build Back Better? Would you ban that? Is that the Democrat slogan? That's Biden's oh, slogan. Okay. Well, God, you don't even know your hero, and you don't know his that. slogan. <laughs> <laughs> say that again. My hero. You are a stoner indeed, my whatever hero. that means. My hero's at home yelling at the radio <laughs> at you right now. If she's awake, I think she's up. Okay. Uh, visit sunburymotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars. They are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. And they have a master towing service. They got an alignment shop. They got a Joe McGranahan uh, pump you up with nitrogen shop. And they are very glad to say that they have a painting shop and a tow truck shop and every other kind of shop you need. And they would take good care of you at the Sunbury Motor Company at the Quick Lane area or on the car lot and online, too. So you got three places to go and all of which offers super service and opportunities for you to be uh, well-pleased. As we heard earlier from our good listener, Joseph, uh, Austin's down at the Kia dealership, so is my friend Ernie, and who's a friend of Joe's, too, and Kyle Alexander, who's an acquaintance, is down there at the Sunbury Motor Company on 4th Street. Jeff Clock is down there pushing them F-150s. Jason Benfer's got the Lincolns lined up, and we would just invite for you to take good advantage of the Sunbury Motor Company. Save yourself a lot of money. You do yourself 
a favor. Uh, two callers. Uh, we only have time for Lance for 30 seconds and not oh for Chris. Gosh. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, Chris. Anyway. 30 seconds, hey. buddy. Cronkite was a commie and he had a words to prove it. And uh, I would like to go in on the side of the old Trump, too, because he is not a baby-killing, gun-grabbing, criminal-coddling, military hater. Okay? Walter Cronkite was a commie? <laughs> That's news to me. What? That's what he said. No, I was <laughs> Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. Joe, enjoy your retirement lengthened weekend. See you Monday. And John Shipman, our guest tomorrow. This is WKOK Sunbury.